the book of Luke tonight, Luke chapter number 10, Luke chapter number 10, and we're going to read the uh, few verses at the end of the chapter this evening, and I want to give you a thought, a truth that we find here uh, that I believe will be a help to us, and uh, we're going to look uh, at a story uh, surrounding Mar Martha and Mary, two sisters, and uh, I believe there's a truth there that'll be a help to us, and uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. What I'm going to address tonight, um, I want everybody to pay close attention, but ladies, please give me your attention tonight. Say, oh, you're going to pick on us. Uh, well, Mary and Martha are ladies, and they're the characters of the story, and uh, what I'm going to talk about, we all need to hear, uh, but through my years of experience uh, being uh, uh, a pastor and a different council, uh, certainly uh, ladies are, are, are bit this way a little bit more, and you'll understand, I'm not preaching on gossip tonight, so relax. Okay, I'm not preaching on that, uh, but we all need to hear this, but I want you to pay close attention to me uh, this <clears throat> evening. Look at me at Luke chapter number 10, verse 38 through 42. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. She had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving... And came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Tonight, I want us to look, we're going to look at this entire passage, but notice verse 42. But one thing is needful, and Mary had chosen that good part. I want to speak tonight on that good part. Much of life, what Jesus is saying, is what everything that is going on is good. When he says that good part, he's not saying it's the only good part, but it's the best part. He's not saying there's other things that aren't good. This which Mary has decided to partake in is the best part of everything going on, and it shall not be taken from her. So let's look at the good part tonight. Father, I pray that you would use the Word of God to help us, to remind us, to focus us, uh, to recalibrate our thinking, our priorities, according to your Word. <coughs> Father, help your people tonight. May your church be helped. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Jesus, while he owned all things, depended on others to provide his physical needs. Foxes have holes, birds have nests, but the Son of Man hath no place to lay his head. Jesus, who owned the cattle on a thousand hills, and as we were reminded this morning, the Son of God, who left heaven, heaven, put on flesh, while he owned everything on this earth, he depended on others to help meet his need. He owned no home. He had no address. Of course, his rightful place is at the right hand of the Father, which he sits today. 
We find this interesting story in verse number 38. We know that when Jesus began his earthly ministry, he went from village to village, town to town, city to city. As he would come and minister, certainly Jesus got the crowds and the multitudes gathered around Jesus. They, they gathered to hear him teaching. They, 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 they thronged to him so that they might have a miracle. And when Jesus comes to this village and there's a woman by the name of Martha and Mary, and certainly there's other stories about them. And he comes and it says that a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. She hosted the Lord. When she received Jesus uh, into uh, his home, and he says, we received by Martha. Uh, when you received a guest, uh, it, you provided for them. You, you put them up as their host. You provided the comforts, the needs. You would provide the, the water for them because they had traveled in, in that dusty region. And, and it was some food. It was customary to offer some food and, and to give them a place of rest. And you took upon the responsibility of that guest. What was different was when she received, we read she received Jesus. It was not just Jesus she received into her house. It was all the disciples that had forsaken everything to follow Jesus. So when she received Jesus into the house, she received all the disciples and those that were with the Lord. She not only had the responsibility, and we know that it was Martha, it was her house, because of what the Scripture tells us, she received him into her house. It was her responsibility to not just meet the needs of Jesus, but the entire group. And so while she wanted to provide these things for the Lord, she also had the responsibility of providing all of these things for those that were with the Lord. She went from her and her, 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 her family to hosting a church gathering. Hosting the Lord. But all those that came with the Lord. When she received Jesus into her home, she also received the disciples those that were with the Lord. Her house was full, and her responsibilities were many. Oh, we receive the Lord into our life. We have some responsibilities added to us, don't we? While she is busy hosting and serving, and they didn't have, you know, Walmart pickup, or they didn't have Grubhub to, to drop groceries off at your house, and she's busy serving and making sure everybody has what they needed, being the host. Now, this is important. This was tradition. This was ingrained into them. If I invite somebody into my house, they are my responsibility. Is now, it's not just the Lord, it's a whole group of people she's hosting. She is busy doing that which she was accustomed to doing. I don't think this is the first time she hosted a guest. She, this was part of what was customary, and she was now busy fulfilling her responsibilities. While she was doing all of this hosting and serving, Mary, her sister, sits at the feet of Jesus. Apparently unaware that there's work to be done. Apparently unaware that there's guests that need to be tended to. Just like I don't think this is the first time Martha 
brought guests into her home. I believe it's not the first time that Mary had the responsibilities and duties of help. It just made sense that now that my sister has these guests that she's responsible for, I'm going to help her host them. And Martha's response gives us an idea that it was, would have been customary. It was expected. I believe she's running around getting everything. Where is Mary? Where is she at? And then she'd get distracted and somebody said, hey, we need, well, she, she sees somebody, well, just sit down right over there, move that around, sit down there. We'll go get you some more water. And where is Mary? Where was Mary? Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus as a student at the feet of the master. Martha exasperated running around, where is Mary? I mean, I have this responsibility of hosting and doing all of this, and where's she at? And she sees her at the feet of Jesus. There she is. I figured. Just like, you know, how many of you have a sister? You understand. Then she comes to the Lord. Exasperated, she comes to Jesus and asks Jesus to tell Mary to help her host the crowd that Jesus brought into her house. Jesus corrected Martha in our text and told her that Mary hath chosen that guess that was most important, him Listen carefully. Many Christians are like Martha. The work gets in the way of sitting at Jesus' feet. And we see that Mary was not sitting at Jesus' feet to ignore any responsibilities. Verse 39 tells us she sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Many Christians are like Martha. The work gets in the way of hearing his word. There's a lesson here about priority and by what standard do we live by? Do we live by the expectations that we place upon ourselves? Do we live by the expectations of society? Or do we take the opportunity to live at Jesus' feet and hear his word? Many times, many times, Christians allow the expectations that are placed on them to get in the way of sitting at Jesus' feet. Let's be honest, I'm getting ahead of myself. The mo- all the guests were important, but the most important guest was the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything should have stopped, and everybody should have been at Jesus' feet. Everybody, hey, you go get your own water. Jesus is in there. Jesus is in my house. Truth of the matter is, the disciples would have been okay with that. If the disciples had turned their back on everything they had to follow Jesus, and when Jesus made a stone, a pillow out of a stone in the wilderness, those disciples were laying in the same wilderness with him under the stars, nothing to their, to their name, they probably would have been okay if all of the focus was on the Lord. But Martha, there's work to be done. There, there's things that, that are expected of me. I'm the host of the house. I've got to get all of these things done. I've got to make sure everybody has their needs. Where is Mary helping me? 
Jesus, they find Mary sitting at Jesus' feet. What in the world is she doing? Doesn't she know? Jesus corrected her. Yes, Martha. All of that is good. But Mary has chosen the best. And that, could you imagine, as Jesus left the home, there'd be other guests that came that Mary could go get water so their feet could be washed. But there'd never be one like Jesus who she could sit at her, his feet and hear the word. The opportunity to have life changed. The priority of expectation or the opportunity to sit at Jesus' feet. Now, with that story as our backdrop, let me give you a few truths that I find in this passage of Scripture. Number one, Martha was living by the wrong standard. I've, I've already mentioned this. What was the standard? The expectation of others. Now, the Scripture does not tell us, but because we know the disciples were willing to leave everything to follow Jesus. They gave up everything. They depended on others to provide their needs. I do not believe the disciples were in that house with Jesus saying, Martha, why aren't you being a good host? But I believe Martha was telling Martha, I've got to be a good host. I've got to take care of this. What are they going to think of me? Words going to get out that I didn't take care of all of these needs. What Martha should have realized is Jesus is in her house. Jesus is giving his word. That everything ought to stop and ought to get what I need from God. And she was living by the wrong standard, the expectations of self. Well, this is what I expect of me. I'm not saying tonight that we ought to lower our standards of what we expect of ourselves. But what I'm saying is, as Jesus reminded Martha, that when you sit at my feet, there's nothing greater than that. And by the way, the standard you put on yourself, you ought to just be willing to sit at the feet of Jesus. And if you have an opportunity to do that, it doesn't matter what the neighbors thought that day. Oh, Martha, she's just not a very good host. Martha had an opportunity to sit at Jesus' feet. There's no greater opportunity than that. Martha was the priority. She was living by the standard of pleasing others. Notice what Jesus said about her. This is what the scripture says in verse 40. But Martha was cumbered about much serving. Is serving bad? No. Jesus is our example, and he was a servant. He tells us to serve. But the words there are important. She was cumbered about. She was burdened about much serving. I have to do all of this because this is what, this is what Jesus has come. Well, it would be okay, but look at all these other. I have to do this. Jesus did not come into that house to do anything. Yes, you can minister to me because they get a blessing. But he was there to give the word. Yeah. 
And what an opportunity they had. But she was burdened with all of her responsibilities. She was burdened by all of these expectations. And she was burdened by all of this and what it was. These expectations were, it's my house. I don't want anybody to think that I'm not a good host. Is this, is this registering at all? I don't want anyone to think that I, 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 I'm not, a good, I'm not a, good, a good parent. I don't want anybody to think I'm not a good mother. I don't want anybody to think I'm not a good, a good, a good husband or a good wife. I don't want anybody to think uh, that I'm not a good, uh, a good, good employee. In so many Christians, their self-worth is to be cumbered with serving. Martha lived by the wrong standard. Your personal relationship with the Lord is the most important priority. Hearing the word is the most important thing. Statement number two. The wrong standard created the wrong spirit. She comes in verse 40. I'm sure Martha was a sweet lady, but I just picture her hand on her hip. Martha was cumbered about much serving. And came, came to him, not to Mary, to Jesus. There's a little bit of a, don't you realize the responsibility you've brought to me? And here I am just trying to do what is my responsibility since you came to my house. You say, oh, what an attitude. Hold on, let's apply this. I can't even keep up with everything because of everything that I have. Jesus, tell her to get up and help me fulfill the responsibilities that I'm cumbered by. Because I want to do it for everybody. I'm a good host. The the, the, the spirit that she had was not a, could I get some help? Lord, I want to make sure that you have. Mary, I want to make sure that you have. But there's a wrong spirit there. I'll I'll slide this in. How busy you are, you ought to be busy for the Lord. But your busyness does not determine your spirituality. And and Martha was busy working. Martha was busy living up to expectations. Martha was busy. She didn't want somebody to think she wasn't a good host. I mean, can you imagine if word got out, somebody shared on, on, on Facebook that she was not a good host? Can you imagine and well, how, what word would get out? And she was busy living up those expectations. And because of that, it created the wrong spirit in her. Notice she comes in, but Martha was cumbered with much serving, verse 40, and came to him and said, Lord, listen to the words. Dost thou not care? That my sister has left me alone to serve, left me to serve alone. Jesus, she's sitting at your feet. You've probably the Lord has, he certainly was aware of what's going on. Probably saw her. I bet she's thinking, he saw me running around here. He saw, I mean, he can see the sweat on my brow. He sees that I need help. Well, Lord, why don't you just tell her to help me? Well, it's kind of like, well, 
must be nice to not be as busy as I am for the Lord. I mean, if somebody would carry their weight around here. But Mary needed to be at the feet of Jesus. And by the way, let me insert this in. This is the way the church works. There's times where we're not going to make it unless we're at the feet of Jesus, getting what we need from Jesus. That's a time when somebody else can be busy. You you do what you need to do, but the time's coming when you're going to need to be at the feet of Jesus. And we should not be upset when somebody needs to be at the feet of Jesus and they need to be ministered to, but she had the wrong spirit because she was worried about the expectations that the Lord did not place on her. Those disciples that she was serving did not place on her. I don't think they cared. They had proven it was all about Jesus. She placed them on herself as like, Lord, why don't you tell her to get up off her lazy, well, I'm just reading into the, to the, to the Greek here, and, and, and if she really cared about you, she would be helping me serve your disciples. She accused Jesus of being unfair. Why, why do I have all this responsibility? Let me say, the Lord gives you responsibility. The Lord brings responsibility and opportunity your way. He must know that you need it. He, but he must know. You've got to be careful with the priority. And a lot of times we take responsibility. If, if I wasn't here, this whole place would shut down. You know, maybe I'll be reminded that God's church is bigger than any individual. Now, we ought to be trying to help God's church and, 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 and help uh, propagate the, the gospel and, and move God's church forward. And when we're all in this together, God's church gets more done. But I hate to tell, it to, to tell to all of us, when we're all gone, God's church is still moving forward. It's bigger than you or me. But the wrong standard created the wrong spirit. Oh, this is a good time probably for me to interject. Why do you do why you, what you do anyway? Do you do it because it makes you feel good? Or do you do it to serve? I don't know. I wonder if the disciples say, well, why don't you go in there and sit? We're okay. Why don't you go in there and hear Jesus? We're okay. But it created a wrong spirit. Don't, don't misinterpret this. I believe Martha loved Jesus. But she got caught up in the expectations that she placed on herself. Her self-worth was in fulfilling the expectations that Jesus didn't put on her. Mary sat at the feet of Jesus. Jesus came to save Mary, to save Martha, to save man. But I believe she loved Jesus. She got caught up in those expectations she placed on herself that the Lord did not place on her. Everyone, everyone, including her other guest, should have been at the feet of Jesus also. Because it's all about Jesus. I already mentioned this, but she would have other guests, but she would 
But at that moment was the time that Jesus was there. And friend, you and I have to be very careful in our balance of responsibilities that we have with hearing from our Lord and getting what we need from the Lord. And if we have the wrong expectations, you, you, you ought to, that the choir opens the service with that opener every Sunday morning and Sunday night. There's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with, oh, the pastor expects me to be there. Choir director expects me to be there. With that person who sits on the other side of me, and then what are they, they going to think? You know, iron sharper than iron. There's good for that kind of pressure. But the greatest pressure at all is I get to sing for my Lord. That's an area I get to serve. It's not like, oh, if I'm not in my place for the nursery, if I'm five minutes late, Liz Replogo's coming to look for me. And if that doesn't strike fear into your heart, I don't know what will. But there ought to be a greater pressure. I get to serve. She placed those expectations. She had the wrong spirit, which led her to the wrong stand. And how many Christians have accused the Lord as Martha did? Well, if he really, I mean, why does he, if he really, why doesn't he get somebody to help me? Mary, can you believe it? It's the wrong spirit. Christian, you and I can get that way as well. It'd be nice if people worked as hard as I do. Now, I'm not minimizing that we ought to work hard for the Lord. I'm not minimizing that at all. But what Jesus said is she took the good part, the best part, the greatest part. When she had an opportunity to stop and be at my feet, she did. Mary, Martha, what she was doing is she was taking the... And this is what we do as Christians. This is what we do. We live up to expectations we place on ourselves because we think it's what, it's what I have to do for my value, my self-worth to serve the Lord. We take the focus off of the Lord and we put it on us. Well, if everybody worked as hard as me, what can we get done? If everybody had the heart to serve that I had, how much can we, if everybody wasn't lazy and they worked as hard as I worked, what you're doing is you're not putting a greater focus on the work. What you're doing is you're putting a focus on you instead of on Jesus. Number three, while the work is important, the object of the work is greater than the work. While the work is important, the object of the work is greater than the work. We got to start with hearing his word, then go from there. Mary sat at his feet and heard his word. Now, work is part of it. We call it a work for God for a reason. It's work for the night is coming when no man can work. If you're going to serve the Lord, you're going to have to work to do it. It's not easy. It's work. I didn't know know working for God was work. Yeah, yeah, it's work. But may we be reminded that we all have the capability of being like Martha. Well, I believe Martha loved the Lord. She got distracted, and the work became more important than the object of the work. 
And it is easy for you and I as we work for the Lord. And I'll just be very forthright in, 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 in telling you that the days of working harder and harder, they're coming because as the time gets closer to the Lord's appearing, there's more for us to do as a church. There's more work that needs to be done. There's more things that need to be accomplished for God. And we are going to work harder and harder and harder. But we should never get to a place where our work is greater than the object. That's why if, if you're busy working for the Lord and you say, well, I, I couldn't serve God if I wasn't able to do it in this capacity. Your work is greater than the object of the work. And every once in a while, God comes along and shakes up our little box, our ministry box. And sometimes God impresses upon the pastor, we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to do this. I need you to serve in this capacity. Well, this is, this is my work. I want you to love what God gives you to do. I want you to put yourself into it. But don't ever get to a place where your work is more important than the Lord. While the work is important, the object of the work is greater than the work. If I, didn't, if I could never do this, then I wouldn't be. You know, you can still, you might not have the strength to do what you used to do. You may not have the opportunity to do what you'd like to do. But everybody in this room can sit at the feet of Jesus. The Bible tells us she was hearing his word. He was teaching. He was instructing. But I think she probably got there because she was the one that was willing to wash his feet. The servants washed the feet. You know, he's more important. I can still sit at the feet of Jesus. I can still hear his word. Statement number four. Many of the things that Martha was troubled about were needless things, while the one thing she neglected was needful. I'll say that again, number four. Many of the things Martha was troubled about were needless things, while the one thing she neglected was needful. Look at verse 41. And Jesus Martha comes in all worked up. Can you tell her? Look at how Jesus responds. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful. You know, we get worked up about a lot of things that just really aren't that important. You're, you're saying, oh, if it comes down to priority, the Lord said you're worked up about a lot of things, but only one is needful. And Mary hath chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. The good part, which shall not be taken away. You know, every time we spend time with our Lord, that's the best part. Let's not forget that while we're busy, you know, things that take place on Sunday, they don't just, you know, we show up here and this happen. There's work that goes into. 
May we never forget that we put all that work not so we can get pat on the back so that we can get to the good part. So that we can spend time with our Lord. That's the most important part. I believe what he is saying is if you've got to choose out of everything, you could live without being host of the year. You could live with some criticism about how you didn't host your guests like you should have. But Martha, let me tell you what you can't live without. You can't live without my word. Church, let's be busy for the Lord. But never forget, you can't live without his word. See, I'd rather my grass get a little high than skip church to mow it. I'd rather the kids' rooms be a little dirty, unkipped, and keep them from a church function. Hey, I'm not, I'm not saying that none of those things are important. What's the good part? What's the best part? Oh, be busy, but don't neglect your time with the Lord. Don't be lazy, but don't neglect your time with the Lord. I don't think Mary was a lazy person. Mary had a servant's heart. But Mary, when that whole, get, well, that whole group came in, her eyes went to the Lord and said, I'm going to sit at your feet. I'm going to serve you. I want to hear what you have to say. As the focus should have been for, if there was a fight between sisters, it should have been who's sitting over at Jesus' feet, not who's helping get the work done. And sometimes, and listen very, very carefully to me, sometimes, and this applies for everybody, but ladies, sometimes you got to let something go undone so that you can spend time in that book, so that you can get what you need. And I say ladies because ladies have more of a tendency, well, what, this person's going to judge me, or, or what is this person going to think? Now, don't be lazy. Don't let things go. But it's more important for you to have the right heart and the right spirit and the right relationship with God. Men, same thing. You, you work hard. You keep, you keep a roof over your family. You keep, you keep groceries on the table. You, you work, and you should do all of those things. Amen. You, get, you say, well, it's so busy, and well, I need to do this, and I need to do this, and I need to do this. But, but, but God's given me an opportunity, and I, I'm at that church three times a week, and don't get to the place. Well, if you weren't so busy, do what you need to do to stay at Jesus' feet. Many times, we as Christians, we neglect the Lord, not because of the expectations God puts on us, but because of the expectations we allow to be placed on ourselves. When it came down to it, Mary was at the exact place she should have been. The focus was on Jesus. I, I, and if you'll, if you'll permit me, and, and certainly I did mention to the ladies a couple of times, but let me use myself as a pastor. I've got to be very, very careful. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. I want to sit at the feet of Jesus. Well, I don't think a church should be run that way. Well, go get you a church and run it the way you think it ought to be run. 
But there are times I'm not going to let the pressure of, of pastor friends, I'm not going to let the, the pressure of a society, of a world, if there's a time when this church, we just need to stop and let's sit at the feet of, feet of Jesus for a little while. We're not going to live up to the expectations of other people because that's the most important thing is that he meets with us each and every time we assemble together. Let's not let the expectations of what others say or do keep us from having all of our focus on him. Truth of the matter is, Mary's focus was on the Lord. Martha's focus was on herself. And she used the work of serving for cover. But the Lord knew her heart. How can pastor say, I'm not right? Doesn't he know how busy I am? When you sat at Jesus' feet lately. Why are you making it all about you? We've got to be very, very careful with this. And a lot of times it's about expectations. Well, somebody might know I'm not perfect. Let's just establish that right now. You're not. I might not win mother of the year. It's true. Your kids one day will appreciate it, but while they're living in their house, they're not voting for you anyway. They're voting for their buddy's mom because whenever they're over there, they feed them the things that you won't feed them. They let them stay up past the time you put them to bed. Well, my best friend's mom, she doesn't give me chores. Mom, you give me chores. They're not voting for you anyway. Martha, Martha. Jesus is the greatest word. We should be serving him. The good part. Being busy is good. We ought to be busy for the Lord. Not at the price of neglecting him and making it all about us. What's going to get us through this life is not about how busy we are, but how many times we've sat at Jesus' feet. Now sit at his feet, get what you need. Then go serve. Go serve. But it's not a contest. Well, I just can't believe that they would they wouldn't serve. No, no, no. Martha, Martha. There's a lot of things that are not needful. But you're missing the one thing that is. And what Mary is doing. It'll never be taken away from her. It's going to be in her, and it's going to reflect in eternity. Oh, may this help us tonight. What can hurt a church is when we make it about us and not about him. I don't doubt Martha's sincerity. She was busy, she was doing, but she failed to realize that Christ was more important than her expectations. Allow this to help us tonight. Father, I pray that you would use your...